In this message titled Hundredfold Grace, Pastor encourages that God's grace will flow into all your valleys and lift you up and explains the three characteristics of a hundredfold person. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Let us open our Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 2. And verses 10 to 13. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pishon, that is it which compasseth the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good, there is Bedellium and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is it that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to the name of tonight. What the Holy Spirit has put into my heart is hundredfold grace. Grace for a hundredfold. Amen. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden and hence and thence it was parted became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison. Malayalam says Pison. Pison. <laughs> well some, some people translate it that way but that's okay. Don't do that now. That is it which compasseth the whole land of Havila where there is gold. And the gold that of that land is good. Gold is always good. There is Delium and the Onyx Stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same it encompasseth the whole land of Kush or Ethiopia. Amen. You know, in the church there are trophies, people who are trophies and people who are treasures. There are men of God who are trophies and who are treasures. God wants to make you a treasure. Because trophies gather dust after some time. Trophies loses value after some time. But treasures don't lose value. It begins to appreciate as the times go by, as the years go by. See, if you have faith tonight and you put your trust in the Lord Jesus, say, I'm going to be a treasure because Jesus shed his blood and made me his own. Amen. Even a marriage, you can make it a trophy or a treasure. For some people, it's like a trophy. It's now gathering dress. God wants his children to be treasures. He treasures them. God wants them to increase. A hundredfold increase. Look at 2 Samuel chapter 24. 2 Samuel chapter 24. David 
was numbering the army and second and the third verse for the king said to Joab the captain of the host which was with him go now throughout all the tribes of Israel from Dan even to Beersheba and number ye the people that I may know the number of the people sometimes you know everybody just there they want some kind of control they have a kind of security if they number and know how many people have you numbered your how much money you have in your account we like to number because that gives a sense of security okay this much I have oh my god I should David wanted to number his people how many captains how much of weapons and the third was Job said unto the king that is David now the Lord thy God add unto thy people how many sober they may be a hundredfold and that the eyes of my Lord the king may see it but why does my Lord the king delight in this thing amen Job is asking why do you want a number may your numbers be a hundredfold I mean immeasurable not able to calculate beyond calculation God doesn't want his people to walk in little whether it be grace whether it be a blessing whether it be health whether it be serving him whether it be joy he doesn't want you to be in a little he wants you to have a hundredfold immeasurable uncountable not able to calculate beyond that amen glory to God may your health be without measure may it increase anybody got a problem with that say I receive it amen may your money increase anybody's got a problem with that say I I receive it may your peace increase say let my peace increase may joy increase glory to God whatever is good whatever is excellent whatever is from God may it increase in your life Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. See, hundredfold is a possibility. It is a fact in scripture. Amen. And you can have it if it becomes a revelation in your heart. Sometimes, you know, uh, people don't have a revelation. God wants this word to be a revelation. That's when you begin to enjoy that blessing. So what is a hundredfold return? It is, a, it is something that can't be counted. It is like the wealth of Solomon. Whenever Solomon types it to check the value, it goes into error. <laughs> it is... Amen. Praise the Lord. Everyone in the body of Christ is valuable to God. See, your body, every part of your body is valuable, isn't it? Isn't it? Every part of your body. Even 
the appendix you never know you have a little one like that until it begins to hurt and the doctor says you got to remove it you got to remove it that's when you realize oh my god that little thing there see god is in want just your bum on fire you know what i mean just come to church and sit there every week like that sit there only your bum getting fire but god wants you to be on fire there's an anointing glory to god hallelujah lift your hand and say lord i receive the grace to walk into an underfold blessing amen you got to be a hundredfold before god can give you a hundredfold blessing because if your character does not match up to what god is going to give you then you're going to fail the lord miserably so first god makes you a hundredfold vessel he increases your capacity because if your capacity if your character is not that hundredfold then the blessings that he gives you can destroy you instead of it leading you to the blessings of into further blessings so before i come to somebody who tapped into a hundredfold blessing in the new testament and the old testament let me tell you why i quoted from the book of genesis 2 the word gihon one of the rivers that word means valley of grace there is a river there is a flow of grace the holy spirit is a spirit of grace and the holy spirit wants to flow into some valleys of failed marriages failed business failed health and god wants to change that failed experiences into a beautiful graceful experience grace always flows to the lowest point grace always flows into the lowest point but grace doesn't keep you there grace will lift you up from there that's what gihon does grace flows to the lowest point the grace was flowing and began to encamp and compass the whole place of cush or ethiopia cush is the grandson in genesis 10 of ham or son of ham cush means black it's a beautiful color who is ham the one whom noha cursed Who is Cush? Somebody's genealogy that has got a curse. So where does the river Gihon flow to? To the lowest point. If you have a curse running in your family, if you have something that is not right in the family, welcome the Holy Ghost. He's going to eradicate every curse out of your family tree. Your past will have nothing to do with what God is going to do for you into the future. When you have tapped unto the grace and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, 
glory to God all the rivers are found in Jesus Christ if anyone be thirsty let him come unto me out of the believers heart shall flow rivers of life-giving water when you come to Jesus Christ every curse is broken and the life of God begins to flow out there are people who are in the valley and the grace of God is going to flow to you there is a release of God's grace over your life amen there are people who are oppressed depressed and suppressed when you when you get connected to the Holy Ghost the grace of God is gonna lift you up open your mouth and say my oppression my depression my suppression is going to depart in the name of Jesus hallelujah amen grace lift your hands in grace thank you Lord thank you Jesus amen I've started I mean I'm preaching through the book on grace I've taught you many a time about 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10 about New Testament Paul 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 10 it speaks about Paul and says I am what I am by the, but but by the grace of God yes. I am what I am but and, by the grace of God I am, am what I am. I am and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain yes but I labored more abundantly than they all yet not I but the grace of God which was with me amen so when grace begins to flow Paul said I am what I am by the grace of God how do you know you're stepped into the grace? See, Paul said, some of you know effects of grace, I'll tell you. Paul said, even though he be the chiefest of sinners, God in his mercy saved him. See, the lowest point, chiefest of sinners, from there the grace lifted him up. Grace lifts you up. Grace doesn't keep you in that level. Paul said, I pray that all of you else more in the Holy Spirit than all of you. 1 Corinthians 14. I pray in the Spirit than all of you. All of you put together. How much time do you pray in the Spirit? Paul said, by grace, I pray that more, more of you. You begin to pray in the name of Jesus. You begin to pray more when the grace of God begins to flow into your life you become like a prayer tower when you have no prayer life it's a sign that somewhere the grace is flowing but you have choked the Holy Spirit you have not allowed him to come into your life because grace takes you to next levels Paul preached where no other person preached Romans 15 verse 20 he said I make it yes so have I strived to yes. preach the gospel yes not where Christ was named yes lest I should build upon an other man's foundation See, he says I preached where others have not preached you will do things which others have not done yes. when grace begins to flow into your life Paul went where nobody else went. 
Paul reached where nobody else reached. May you go where nobody else has gone. And may you reach where nobody else has reached by the grace of God. Grace is the bail system of God. What do I mean by that? You put Paul in prison. No one can bring him out, but God will bring him out. Are you with me? Glory to God. The church prayed. Peter was delivered out of prison. The angel of God went in and brought him out. Paul and Silas didn't have the church praying. They prayed. <laughs> they worshipped. And the presence of God came down. Gihon came down. The river came down. The foundations were shaken. Chains fell apart. Prison doors opened and they came out. When he faced intimidation, mockery, when he faced Goliath in the valley, a nation's problem was solved by the power of God. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I need your grace. Lord, I need your grace. Tonight, God is going to bring some of you out of your prison, your addictions, your bondage in the name of Jesus. The river Gihon flowed to Ethiopia. Kush, the land of Kush, that's Ethiopia. The river flows there. That's why Africa has got mega churches. <laughs> Biggest churches in the world are growing up in Africa. Amen. Glory to God. Ethiopia has opened up for us. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Paul began to do extraordinary miracles. Just not ordinary, extraordinary miracles by, I am what I am by the grace of God. Ordinary, there are ordinary and then there is extra. Amen. God doesn't want you to be just ordinary, but extraordinary. Extraordinary miracles. Even the kerchiefs that was upon Paul was delivering people. Glory to God. Peter's shadow was healing people. We are in the times when God is raising up an army filled with God's grace. Who will express the love of Jesus Christ. Who will go forth and set the captives free. Proclaim the good news. Reveal Jesus through signs, wonders and miracles. Amen. Somebody's spine is being healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody's spine is being healed right now in the name of Jesus. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15, 10, Paul said, I labor, I labored more than I labored more abundantly. Am I right? 
I but I labored more abundantly than they all. That's right. Yet not I, but the grace See, I of God. I labored for the Lord, servants of God, serving the Lord. I labored. I am willing to be a laborer. There are people who have the Uzi who are in grace who doesn't want to ever serve the Lord, and I don't understand that kind of grace. They have absolutely no interest. Twenty-four-seven, three sixty-five days. Paul said, "I labored for the Lord." Just not on the weekend. Just not on some days. Wherever you are, it's an effect of grace. It's an effect of Gihon flowing into your life. When you begin to serve the Lord, you want to glorify Jesus. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul, under grace, was taken up in the spirit. Paul was beaten, thrown into prison. Many a time he was lashed, forty lashes minus one. He was in the depths of the sea. He was ill-treated, abused, hurt. But look at the connect with God. He was caught up into the third heavens. I mean, he could have been sitting there. I mean, one mosquito bites us in the church. We don't come to church. <laughs> this guy was. Beaten, humiliated, tortured, dragged through the city, put in prison, standing on trial. But it didn't affect his communion with God. Ooh. He was taken up in the spirit, and he heard glorious things. Glory to God. Let the grace of God, let this river of oh. bring you out of every oppression, suppression, and depression in the name of the Lord. Don't sit there feeling depressed and suppressed. Come up! The Spirit of God said to John, and he was caught up in the Spirit. Glory to God. May the spirit of grace lift you up. See, this river flows to the lowest point and brings you up. Amen. A murderer became a gospel preacher. Say Holy Spirit. Let your river flow. Speak.
there is somebody here with your you're watching me and your legs your your fingers on your legs it's numb it's uh, you have sugar there is no sensation on your fingers on your legs and the healing power of god is coming upon you right now jesus heals you right now radhalas maraishasanam sweet spirit of god spirit of god radwa jagarai praithus watarinde haswatere mamshus materia wanted him to be that's what grace does to you hundred is like one is it's like the optimum if you could get hundred months out of hundred that's great so all that you need to be the grace of God will build you up to that that's why the river of God is for that's why the Holy Spirit of God is for but you got a fellowship with him you got to rely on the Lord. You got to depend on Jesus. You got to ask the Holy Spirit to help you, equip you. You you got to look for the revelation of God's word to illuminate your spirit. You got to respond to the grace of God. You got to obey the Holy Spirit of God. You got to be willing to be led of the spirit. Because he wants to bring you out of your prison. He wants to take you out. In the Old Testament, there is a man of God. The book of Genesis chapter 26. Isaac. Say Isaac. Which means laughter. Say Isaac. Isaac. Let your laughter be revealed. Say that again. Isaac. Isaac. Let your laughter be revealed. Isaac. Let your laughter be revealed. Amen. It says there, the twelfth verse on verse 26, chapter verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. Yes, yes, yes. See? 
and Isaac sowed in that land which land the desert land the barren land the land that was experiencing famine Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him it says there and the man waxed great see the grace of God will always bring you up make you great will reveal the greatness in you and went forward the grace of God will always make you go forward and grew until he became very great God wants to make you very great he wants to invest in you he wants to make you his treasure when you spend time in his presence he is wanting to invest into you and you sometimes you got to learn to invest in yourself too there are hundredfold men Paul was like that Isaac was like that there was a TV program before called a million dollar man you see that? Now, I don't know about that. But God is interested in the hundredfold man. Three things. The hundredfold man, he is a sower. It's like an investor. He's looking for where he can sow. He wants to solve a problem. Don't just think about money, okay? You can sow kindness, sow love, forgiveness, sow mercy. He's a sower. His nature is he wants to be a sower. Two, he had a seed. Three, he had a soil. One thing that I learned is God will never increase a zero. Because if you calculate one billion zeros, it's still zero. Multiply it by zero, 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 zeros. That is why God would ask the man like Moses, what is it that you have in your hand? Something. God needs something in your hand. What is it that you have in your hand? A rod. Okay, that's enough. All the great prophets of the old, Elijah, Elijah, they would go to widow's house and say, what do you have? Just a little bit of oil in the house. Bring that out. Jesus, himself to work those miracles of feeding the 5,000 look to see what was in the hand what was in the hand of a little boy produce that miracle amen easy to remember 3s sober 
the hundredfold man is a sower soil seed amen glory to god hundredfold men or women will always go forward no matter what glory to god glory to god glory to god hallelujah you will never go back you will fast forward Grace be to the name of Jesus. Grace just that the river will always push you forward. The river won't take you back. The river keeps pushing. Paul said if I do not preach the gospel, what to me? I mean it's just a tremendous push. If I don't do what God has called me to do, that's what grace does. Most, most, most people they don't want to be great they, they somehow think you know we've been taught and you, you just want your little thing and you say okay I got a small shop this small shop I want to give to my son oh, I have five cents each one of the five boys get one cent each see God is not interested in antiques <laughs> God is interested in revealing himself God wants to provide for your generations. Yes, yes. So if you want to be a hundredfold person, what should you do? Identify these three things. In your family, in your home, you have to see who is the sower. There are the eaters. You know, in every family, you know who are the eaters. Just when you go into the dinner table, just look who are the eaters. You want to eat up everything, consume everything. And then see who are the sowers. See, Abraham, the father of faith, did not have a hundred times increase. He had a blessing. Isaac had a hundredfold increase. All that God gave Abraham. It's a, this began to increase upon his life. For you to enjoy, a hun, to be a person of a hundredfold, you have to choose not to be an Ishmael. Abraham had Ishmael, Abraham had Isaac. Ishmael is a wild ass of a man. That's what his name means, Ishmael. Undisciplined, unruly, nobody can control him, won't listen to anybody, doesn't need anybody. He knows what he wants, he's gonna get it. You know, I was looking at a scripture. It's in, in, the, in the Garden of Eden, it says, you know, God saw it was not good for man to be alone. And God gave Adam a wife. God saw it was not good for man to be alone. God gave him. But in Genesis 6, the Bible says, during Noah's time, before the flood, the people chose for themselves as they as they wanted they chose for themselves women as they wanted that's what that's what the bible says in genesis 6 the next verse is god cut short their life by 120 
God is the one who said it's not good for man to be alone. But when you choose for yourself, God said, my spirit shall not strive with man again. That's just not about marriage, anything in life. God wants to give you something. God wants to increase you. But you said, no, I'm going to do this by myself. I'm like Ishmael, unruly of a man, undisciplined. I go get what I want. Whether it be on the sly, whether it be with pride, whether it be with arrogance, whatever. No, you miss out on grace. Isaac chose to be a sower. Who is Isaac in your family? Most people are like, how can I get something? How can I get something by coming to church? But there are others who are like treasures. They are not trophies. How can I put something? There are people who call on the prayer line continuously, asking for prayer. They're not a sower. You need to allow the river of God to flow into your life. There's no problem. Please call if you need prayer. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is there are sowers are the ones who are standing there and praying. Not people who are calling and saying, Arthur, please pray. Sister, please pray. Can the other sister also pray? Who else is there to pray? Please tell pastor also to pray. I mean, if you have an emergency, please call. We pray for you. God bless you. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, the river has to make you a sober. It has to bring you to a place where you say, I want to be a treasure. I want to do something for the Lord. I want to sow something. Listen, it is not the giver, but the sower. There's a difference. Not the giver, but the sower. You need to think like a sower. Are you with me? Did Isaac eat the increase? No. Did he become a fat man? Fat and prosperous? No. But his fault everybody else in his family line there are people who do things for their family God sees that there are people who pray for their families people who provide for their families the rest of the family might not recognize that but God sees it you are selfless you are just pouring out you want to see somebody else in the family come up you are not envious you want them to be blessed that's a sower He's the hundredfold man. Two, you have to look for the seed. Every seed doesn't have a hundredfold capacity. You gotta look for the seed that will produce a hundredfold.
and i'm just not speaking about money but money is a good example money is a seed definitely second corinthians 9 says that word of god is a seed you got to look for that seed if you are able to discern the seed or dis- if you discern it you will earn it discern who is the sower what is the seed and where is the soil i want to be a hundredfold man matthew chapter 13 verse 8 This is one of the basics of the scripture. Jesus said if you don't understand this parable you don't understand anything. That's what the Jesus said in Matthew 13 and he's speaking about the sower and the seed. So you will find those three words sower, seed and soil. The sower sowed the word of God. The seed was the word and some fell on stony places. See? some fell on stony places in most churches nearly 50% to more than 50% people don't even tithe can you imagine that forget sowing they don't even tithe there are people who have the revelation of god's word who do it but You can have the right seed and the wrong soil. The seed that was thrown on the stony places didn't take root. It was temporary. Are you with me? Open your mouth and say I won't be a stony soil. I won't be a stony soil. the seed that fell among the thorns the thorns began to choke the pleasures of life the other woman the guy that you just met on facebook began to just choke choke see environment is also important just not the soil the thorns began to choke the environment de- de- determines the level of increase what's choking you sometimes you know just keeping your room tidy just i mean just the environment when god can't do anything just looking at Sometimes you just need to clean your computer. Are you with me? And clean your f- delete some of the apps on your phone. It's clogging. It's clogging the flow of the spirit into your life. You're listening to messages after messages but something is choking you. You're not able to let go of that relationship. You're just still flirting with somebody.
glory to God. Hallelujah. Some fell on the ground, on the good ground, 13th chapter from 3 to 8. Some fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. Some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. There are many people with good intentions. There are Christians with good intentions. Good intentions don't bring about greatness or make you a hundredfold man or a woman. Good intentions. Just got good intentions. There are people who, you know, who don't even treasure the word. Before they used to carry the Bible at least to church. <laughs> now it's just the handbag. They don't even bring the Bible to church. So how do you expect an increase in your life when there is no no value given to God's word? You don't want to tell people that you are a Bible person, that you are a believer in Jesus Christ, that you follow after the Lord. See, every time you come into the house of God, that's good soil up there. Every time. Every time you come into the house of the Lord, it's good soil. The atmosphere of worship is there. The environment is great. The grace of God is flowing. The river is flowing. The prophetic is flowing. The healings are flowing. Testimonies are coming out. People are giving their lives to Jesus. The presence of God is there. The angels of God are coming down. And you're sitting there like that. Stony. Tony. Not Tony. Tony. Some of you I should change your second name to Tony or Stony. So tonight this is the word. Isaac was a child of promise. He's a shadow of Jesus. He was obedient to his father. He was a praying man. Even when Isaac needed a bride, he was praying. He was not going around looking around. He was just praying in the fields. When the Philistines envied him and attacked him and tried to cut short his supply, he didn't fight back. He had, he had his father's 318 men in his tent too. But he didn't fight back. And God opened up the Rahaboth for him. He became a hundredfold person. Glory to God. Glory to God. 